0: everybody, welcome back to just flow with it. This is a podcast where we inspire each other to live our most authentic selves so that we can flow with our talents and our gifts and share them with the world. To those of you who are coming back to listen in, thank you so much. I totally appreciate you wholeheartedly. And to those of you who are just tuning in, welcome. I'm so glad you found me. This week, I had a wonderful conversation with a new friend of mine. Her name is Sochi Lache, and she does incredible work with people healing their generational traumas. And generational traumas is something that is new to me. I did not know about ancestral or generational trauma for a very long time. I've probably just learned about it less than a year ago, but I've learned that having those traumas, which Eckhart Tolle also calls the pain body, could definitely lead to manifestations that that can affect your physical health, mental health, emotional health, which can then get in the way of you being able to manifest the kind of life that you want, whether it's stopping you from making the money that you deserve, whether that's stopping you from having a loving relationship, whether that's stopping you from being able to parent consciously, whether that's stopping you from being in in your utmost physical health. Um, Generational trauma affects a lot of people. And it's also something that many of us are unaware that we have. So that's why it's really important for me to talk to Sochi and to bring her to this program so that we can all be more aware if whether or not we do have generational trauma that we need to heal. Um, she does amazing work with her clients and she also hosts retreat to address retreats to address that. Um, but anyway, she's a fantastic woman, fifth generation medicine woman. She comes from a long line of medicine men that have a strong history in working with just powerful herbs and plants. So she has a wealth of knowledge, um, not just with working with people one-on-one with their traumas, but just plant medicine also all around. So listen in, um, sit back, relax, and enjoy my chat with Sochi. Sochi. Well, Sochi, thank you so much for being here today, virtually. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm really looking forward to speaking to you. Um, I know that you're a healer, you're a coach, you're a medicine woman, and obviously you're an entrepreneur, Um, and your work revolves around helping people heal ancestral trauma, so tell me how you integrate medicine and business and transformative, you know, journeys into your work. Like, like give us, give us an eye or a look into what your work looks like. Cause it sounds so deep and so interesting.
1: Thank you. Yes. Well, my work is a medicine work is what I call it. It's, it's healing ancestral trauma, but from a more ancestral healing perspective a decolonizing perspective and using plant allies so when i say plant allies it doesn't mean that we're talking about um psychedelic plants only or or um you know what we know of like uh what we call like med uh plant medicines i'm talking also about herbs mm. um So understanding really our connection to our earth as our most important supporter to our healing. Mm -hmm. Um, And also being trauma-informed, which is really important because a lot of what happens um, when we find out that we're blocked or um, have a trauma, that's not letting us pursue mm-hmm. things we want to do or really be fully self expressed in the world. Um, it's it's really, really powerful when we can identify this trauma and how it's usually, like, I mean, I've seen so many cases, but it's usually 99% passed down from right. your parents and your grandparents and your great grandparents and right. your really great grandparents. So yeah. this is really. Um, I mainly work with entrepreneurs and hmm. leaders. That makes
0: that, sense because they want to like transcend to the next level.
1: Exactly. And um, we see that trauma comes up in three places. Like trauma comes up when you're starting a relationship.
2: Hmm. Comes
1: up when you are having a child, your first child. Yeah. Um, parenting, trauma comes up. Yeah. And then trauma comes up when you're working on a new project or business
0: so are the feelings that one gets when trauma comes up are feelings of fear or anxiety um are are those the usual feelings that come up for people
1: how we identify trauma is that you know that's why i specifically work with uh, entrepreneurs and leaders and entrepreneurs Mm. are leaders i mean just to decide that you want to have your own business right is is somebody that's like very courageous and thinking outside the box already, right? And so, I usually work with people that are have done work, so they're pretty um, they're pretty advanced, I would say, in their own personal work. Mm. Um, I mean, some, you know. I also work with leaders, so like I, I have some um, clients that are even therapists. So okay. people who who have been really committed to doing their personal work makes sense and now they're like building something really powerful right and then they're stuck so it looks like uh not moving forward on something yeah that you really want to do it looks like kind of uh going numb and and Uh being like not knowing like why you know why am I like Wow. Feeling creative. Why am I not feeling creative? Why am I not like innovating? It looks like not wanting to be visible on social media, for example. Not wanting to like take on the authority that you are. Yeah. Step into who you are. Exactly. It looks like imposter syndrome, right? Like Mm -hmm. where you're like, oh, like who am I to do this work? Mm -hmm. Um, It looks like you having issues with money. Mm. it looks like right like like if there's ancestral trauma it actually is about not having had healed that part of right your relationship with money but then we see it's like it's so much deeper than that it's like it's even deeper than like your parents relationship with money I mean if if in your ancestry there were slaves yes it goes deeper than that like If in your ancestry, um, you know, there's indigenous people that their lands were taken deeper than that. Like, why haven't you owned a house? And then we like we scratch a little bit more than the surface and we see that there's stuff that's so deep.
0: Yeah. And there's different manifestations of that too, meaning it can manifest psychologically and it also manifests physically. Like you will see people holding on to things, right? Um, whether that's back pain or weight or headaches. Um, and I this kind of reminds me of Eckhart Tolle's work. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but he talks about the pain body and how the pain body is, Kind of passed down from generation to generation and it's basically like your collective trauma like your wounds that never got healed like you're talking about and it it kind of can take over your life if you don't address it so that's what that reminds me of so much
1: yeah exactly and the danger of not addressing it is that you you become a i mean it's it's I'm, it's pretty serious. You become right. a slave to issues that don't even belong to you.
0: Yeah. yeah. Drama
1: that doesn't even belong to you. Like ultimately this didn't belong to us, right? Like yeah. we belong to the earth. We belong to being healthy. We belong to thriving. We belong to prospering. Yeah. So, yeah. so then we become like a slaves to ways of being. And really this is about, Freedom, this right? Is liberation,
0: right? So, how do you help people get through that, address that, and and heal from their ancestral trauma?
1: Well, I do three things. Um, one is I do one-on-one sessions where mm-hmm. we have. I work with people f- uh, from six months to year. I mean, I have some clients that um, because this. This work that we do is really about supporting their uh, emotional wellness, but it's also about supporting them in their project. Mm. This project-based growth is what I call it. And so, Mm. when I get an entrepreneur, usually their project is their business, right? And so, I when I'm with a client for many years, it's because they've been able to double or triple their income Mm.
0: with their business.
1: And to have me is such an asset that they keep working with me for long term. Right. Then I have people that I work with for six months um, or a year. And, um, you know, I like to have cycles. So I like if we go through a six month cycle and I feel like, you know, this person has really done amazing work and they've completed their project um, then we'll see each other. Uh, you know, maybe we'll do a check in once a month or once every six months. So that's my one on one. Then I have ceremonies uh, locally in LA and um, the Bay Area, and depending, you know, uh, around the world. And these ceremonies are um, cacao ceremonies. Or I also um, I work with emo- like helping uh, bring people to wellness through Mm -hmm. ceremony right their their emotional wellness through ceremony so um i'm fifth generation medicine woman so we bring in the oh cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so beautiful because really like ceremonies are all about um you know there's one-on-one work which is like you look at yourself and And with the assistance of this work, the ceremonies is like. Well, how do you heal in community? Because we also need to heal in community.
0: Right, right. I mean, I I witnessed you in a ceremony that you did for your birthday when we were by, you know, the the beach in Long Beach, and then you gave everybody like some plants to put in the ocean and you explained it to everyone and it was so beautiful. It was just so calming and so serene. And, and I felt very much connected to you and to the other people in that circle, even though I didn't know like more than half of those people there. Cause um, I, it was, it was mostly new people that I haven't met before, but I felt like it brought everyone closer to you and to each other.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that's something that I, you know, we all have our superpowers. Yeah. I really feel like one of my superpowers has been building community.
0: You're, you're really good at that. So how does, how how does someone become a medicine woman? Is that something that gets passed down, you know, through your family, your lineage, or if you don't have anybody in your family who's into medicine work, can you still become a medicine woman?
1: I believe you can really the, the title medicine woman, um, is about care. Like you are a carrier of, of medicine. Mm-hmm. So if you contribute in such a positive way to your community, you and you bring that medicine and medicine could be like there's some medicine women that i know that like bring music there's some medicine Mm. women that bring um herbs right like that's like that's like the the medicine people that we know they're they're, they work with plants but there's so many medicine people that work with so many different healing modalities Mm. um I would definitely honor people as medicine people if they're doing good work, okay. um, but when I call myself I'm like I have to honor that I am fifth generation, which means that my father's a medicine man, mm-hmm. my grandfather was a medicine man, my great grandfather was a medicine man, right? So it's like yeah, five generations of of people who have devoted their life, yeah, medicine work when it wasn't so popular, right. Like, Right now, you know, everyone on Twitter and Instagram is right. like hashtag, I'm a witch, hashtag I'm a medicine person. I know, shaman. Mystic. shaman. <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> really. And so, you know, um it takes it takes work, it takes commitment. I mean I've been I was initiated when I was 16 and I'm 42, right? So, wow. um, while people, I, I don't have a problem people calling themselves medicine women, medicine men, I think it's also important to acknowledge that because we don't have a, an, an academic system, like, for example, you know, I have 26 years of doing this work. Right. That's more than a PhD.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: So we don't have like an ad- academic institution that is like, here you go. You are a medicine woman. You've been practicing. You got initiated at 16 and you you, you carry this in your lineage and um, you've been practicing for 26 years. There's There's no like Eurocentric recognition of our work. Yeah. People feel like very... Uh, inclined, people that, like a lot of people that are not of color, right? People yes. Very inclined, very entitled to call themselves shaman or medicine medicine yes. people. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not here to judge anybody, but I am here to up-level the people who have devoted their lives to doing this work. Right. And who parents or grandparents actually got outcasted Mm. because they did this work so you know I, I'm honoring this that's why I say fifth generation yeah so I, I have to honor that at one time it wasn't easy it was like you had to keep secrets because you were looked at like I said like an outcast of society
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right?
1: so yeah. we're having beautiful times um but we also have to honor people who have like we we practice this from our lineage, and, right?
0: Right. We
1: put in the time and work, right?
0: Yeah, I I think that's really important to recognize. I mean, that reminds me of um, Ayurveda because for a long time it was just seen as like quackery, like oh, that's not real, you know. It was it was kind it was actually deemed illegal to practice Ayurveda in India under British rule, um, and now people are are starting to. Um, learn more about it. Um, and it makes me happy to see like other people of color really getting into the science of Ayurveda and also these alternative modalities of healing, like you're talking about, like medicine work, you know, maybe sound healing um, or or body work. But these are things that a lot of times were kind of disregarded or, or didn't have the credibility that you know, Western medicine had, and now that it's becoming cool, I definitely want to see people who who come from these cultures and and these rich, you know, ancestry of people of color benefit from it, and 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 see financial um, abundance from it as well. Um, and yeah, I mean that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the podcast because. You practice this work um, very wholeheartedly and genuinely and deeply as a woman of color. Um, so I definitely wanted to to talk to you because you just had so much deep roots in the work. Um, and I wanted to honor that um, and, and get the perspective from, you know, from the source itself, from a person of color who's whose family is so rooted in that
1: mm, thank you yeah. oh, well it's my pleasure to be here you know i'd love i've i've loved um just interacting with you just outside this interview and Aww. you know i love your partner and you guys are such a hashtag power couple <laughs> oh, he loves
0: you i told him that i was gonna interview you for my podcast and he was He was really happy. He's happy to see that we're connecting. Um, But I definitely want to ask you more about ceremonies. So so, cacao ceremonies, I've I've been interested in cacao ceremonies recently. Um, And you talked about using plants, you know, not just plants that are, I guess, psychoactive in nature but but you know like other types of healing plants so what is healing about cacao and why is that a ceremony to begin with
1: so cacao um the the first and oldest most ancient heirloom tree was found in peru Ah. um, which is where i was born and so cacao um has always been regarded uh from peru all the way up to um Mexico, uh, probably, you know, parts of the U.S. that were Mexico, mm-hmm. um, as a sacred plant. Um, it, at some point, it was traded as actual money. Like cacao beans were treated as as money. So it, it meant like that this had a very high value in society. Yeah. So cacao, we find, is used in, in Peru. It's used in... Um, the, what we've traced, like, you know, because so much of, of, of ancestral wisdom has been lost. Yes. So, so here we are, like, putting pieces together, right. colonizing ourselves, um, getting in touch with our roots. So one per- place where cacao ceremonies have been preserved has been Guatemala, Mm. And um, the mayans have continued the use of cacao for ceremony
2: mm. um,
1: and cacao is in in the mayan dialect in, in one of the dialects Kiche means blood of the heart oh I've heard that mm-hmm. yes. and so cacao um, as a as a medicinal plant when given when when made in a specific way which is a more can a raw cacao, more condensed cacao. And also it just like, you know, there's some plants that need other plants to be activated. Yeah. So cacao needs to be activated with chili. Um, A lot of people don't know that and they do ceremonies and they don't activate it. So I didn't know that. So cacao has to be prepared a certain way for it to be activated. And when it is taken in in this ceremonial recipe way Mm -hmm. um, and you hold a a ritual around Mm -hmm. it, Mm -hmm. it really is a heart opener. Okay. So it's great to be used in counsel. Mm. It allows people to, like, for example, the work I do is uh, like really going deep and... um, just, you know, yeah so with your clients you use it okay I use it with clients sometimes um but not all the time okay um but mostly I do ceremonies with it it's, it's best for uh, community gatherings
0: got it so when you say heart opening you mean people are just a lot more you know speaking and and feeling from their heart and not so much thinking
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, if if we want to like a little bit, get more, more into it, like it allows people to really be vulnerable.
2: Mm, Okay. It uh, it
1: allows for vulnerability and it also allows for openness of, of seeing what you've been in the what you've been denying. Okay. So it's very therapeutic when people know this and they, they've learned how to hold counsel, they know about trauma it's a, it's a great medicine for allowing people to work through difficult things in a very soft and gentle way.
0: Mm, interesting. So if, if someone wants to study ceremonies, you know, how, how to do these ceremonies, maybe it's like a cow ceremony, um, what would you recommend that they do? Like is there a book that would be good to read or are there trainings that people should do?
1: I think it's th- these kind of things. Um, I mean, you know, there's ceremonies that are from various different traditions, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, there isn't really a book that that I know to recommend. Mm-hmm. The best thing would be like, you know, working like apprenticing, mm. like giving your, your time and working with a medicine person, supporting them in their ceremonies. I love um, that. Or you know, doing an apprenticeship program with somebody, right? That that's um, you know, I have um, last year I had two apprentices that worked with mm-hmm. me for a year. Mm. So you know, but it, it's like find find um, those teachers and and support them, yeah. And, that's the best. I think that because ceremony, you can read about how to do a ceremony, but ceremony has so much to do with energy.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: It's um, when you apprentice under, under someone, you learn so much because you can understand how they're moving energy.
0: Mm, that's so true because you never really know what that circle needs until you're there. And it can change you know, within seconds, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So exactly. you, got, you got to be in tune yeah. and you got to watch someone who's in tune to learn from them.
1: Totally. Yeah. That's I not- believe that. That's yeah. not- I, believe both. I think you and I both come from that school of, um, of great appreciation for mentors. Oh yes,
0: definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny how you brought up apprentice. uh, I can't say it. Apprenticeship. Apprenticeship? (laughs) (laughs) Apprenticeship. Um, because when I was, I think I was 18 or 19. I think that was the start of my interest in plants, herbology, um, you know, like making my little concoctions, reading about these type of things, like natural skincare, all of that stuff. And I always wish like, oh, I wish that, you know, I had someone to study with and, and just play around with and learn from. Um, And I feel like now with the work that I'm doing, I'm so much getting closer to like being with those people and meeting those people that I can study from and that I can learn from, um, when it comes to these, you know, healing work, whether that's with plants or herbs or, you know, ceremonies, I feel like I'm, I'm in a place where I can finally reach out to people who can totally teach me so many things and so much value and, and so many, um, yeah, just ways of like deepening my connection to self and with others. Mm, yeah. It's so cool. Um, well, speaking of ceremonies, you just held a magical transformative retreat in Mexico. Back to back.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I held two retreats, I know, in the middle of this pandemic, mm. right when it was starting. I know. It Tell me about nice. that.
0: What was that retreat
1: about? Yeah, so it's called the Magical Mexican Medicine Retreat, and it's a um, week-long ancestral medicine retreat uh, with psilocybin. Mm. We went to actually the town where I grew up in, which is San Miguel de Allende. It's been nominated three times by the Condé Nast magazine, as the most beautiful place in the world.
0: Mm, I want to go now. Yes,
1: yeah, so it's such a beautiful place for healing. There's hot springs and pyramids nearby. And um, and we saw the Monarch Butterfly Migration. <gasps> was, yeah, amazing.
0: Oh, It's so spectacular. I saw that on TV and it was gorgeous.
1: Yeah, it was so beautiful. And so really the intention of this trip was that it was going to be uh, a transformative healing medicine trip. Mm. Um, so I I formed a team of my godfather, who's a masotech medicine man. And the Masotec people are uh, guardians of the psilocybin medicine for thousands of years.
0: What are Masotec people? Like, why are yeah. they called Masotec?
1: Masotec are the indigenous people of Oaxaca. Mm, okay. Um, Oaxaca has a mountainous region, um, and there's a little town called Huautla, Huautla de Jiménez, and that's where both Mazotec and Zapotec people reside. Um, There's two indigenous groups, but the Mm -hmm. Mazotec have been um, keeping the tradition of using psilocybin in their spiritual ceremonies. Mm, Okay. So they're really guardians of this medicine, and have been this tradition has been passed on generation after generation after generation so they really have so much to teach us about how to connect with this plant medicine with psilocybin wow um, that must have been so powerful Sochi. yeah it's mm-hmm. really beautiful so it was it was my godfather um it was my father who's a therapist as well and and got it a medicine man, my aunt, who's also a medicine woman, and myself. So it was four medicine people really supporting um, the participants to have breakthroughs. Mm -hmm. And in in a very sweet, like to me, it was important to to have a very sweet and beautiful and luscious and Mm -hmm. nourishing environment. And I wanted to take my participants to an experience of healing through love mm. versus healing through suffering, which is usually how we heal. Like things are really hard when we heal. Right, right.
0: Mm-hmm. And how was that experience? Like healing through love, healing through you know lusciousness and
1: oh, it was amazing. I mean, you know, I, I do integration circles like. Um, a month after everybody comes back, and it's it's just been amazing. The results, like how people really, whatever you know, we do an in depth interview before yeah people uh, travel with us because yeah. we know like that you know it's, we we create like the most magical circle of people that will become community, right? And so um, I know like everybody comes with their intention. Mm what they want to get from this work that they're about to do. And it's so beautiful to see like a month later when they've been here, like how they really got way more than they, they asked for Mm. They like the, what the medicine showed them that they had to change Mm -hmm. or that they had to like finally acknowledge in themselves. like, Like if they really took it on, Mm-hmm. Um, which they did which I was like oh my god it was amazing right like when they f- really like applied it because it's it's like plant medicine is really powerful because it will show you the way and then that's why you know as medicine people we help people integrate during the ceremony mm-hmm. what's going on, the visions that they're getting mm-hmm. um, we're able to really like go deep 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 into what's happening oh. even able to see like their ancestral trauma during the ceremony. So we're, this is like Mazotec ceremonies are very therapeutic because other plant medicine ceremonies, you're kind of just you and the medicine. Yes. And then the medicine is giving you visions. But the Masotec ceremonies are you, the medicine, and the medicine people. So uh-huh. if a vision is coming, the medicine person is also taking medicine and we're able to see what you're going through.
0: Oh, wow. That's amazing.
1: And support you in integrating it so you can understand it and you can also create the transformation after the ceremony.
0: So, so the, you know, the, the people facilitating and guiding are also on the medicine with, um, you know, the, I guess, patients or I don't know what to call I just call them, you
1: know, participants.
0: Participants. Yeah. With the participants. Um, Uh, how is that like, because you're probably, are you getting visions during that or are you all into, to the participants and, and you're, you're there? Like,
1: yeah, I'm a hundred percent into the participants. Wow. You You have to, so, you know, you take an amount that allows you to stay like in both worlds. Oh, you have to keep, you have to keep a very safe container. Yeah. You also have to be able to tap into what they're tapping into. Wow. And so, yeah, it's really about dosage. It's about like uh, training, like training, like of working with a plant.
0: I can imagine. Yeah. Um,
1: So knowing, knowing like at what point the plant will support you in supporting others and at what point, like if you take a little bit more, like at what point the plant will want to start working with you. Right. Right. And then now it's like, oh, I'm working with myself. Like I'm, I'm journeying with myself. It's hard for me to stay here. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. It's, it's training. You have, you have to have worked with the plant for a while, have, have had a spiritual. These are plants are spirits. You know, the psilocybin has a spirit. Um, yeah. And so to connect with, with that spirit. So it allows you to, to do this work also. Because really, it's it's a it's a, we're co working, you know, we're working yeah. working with the plant, and then you're bringing in your your training, your, your right. medicine. But there's also like a bigger picture here because these are very mystical ceremonies.
0: Yes, yes. Right. I've I've never done a Massotek guided psilocybin experience. It sounds amazing. I definitely want to do it one day. Um, but I've only you know done psilocybin with no guide so just myself and and a few friends and every time I do it I always see whenever I look at a plant or trees I just always see it like talking to me and moving and and I always do learn from it so I I can't even imagine like what the experience is like with this type of guidance with this type of support with this type of love like the type of growth that you would go through because of it it must have it must be like mind-blowing um i can imagine
1: yeah it is i mean it's um you know one of one of the things that my dad's uh, taught me or or he shared with me is um that being able to work with these master plant teachers is really a privilege yeah really a privilege Uh, a lot of people what they can see in a ceremony of this type what they learn what they heal um sometimes you know i've had participants who have said to me like wow like i just like i've been trying to work on this for seven years in therapy Mm. and tonight like i really got it like i i find like it finally came together i i Wow. I'm able to go through the other side now, right?
0: Wow. I guess all people need sometimes is is to journey into another world, I guess, like the plant world or the spirit world, it seems like.
1: I I believe all healing is really spiritual healing, whether it appears to be emotional or physical. Yeah. It really... It really is all spiritual healing. And so if you can heal your spirit by connecting to basically the divinity of the earth, Mm -hmm. these plants, that's what they help you. They help you connect to the divinity of the earth, to the Mm mercifulness, the resourcefulness, right, of the earth
0: definitely
1: which is really like that's what we are like we are earth right like oh we're yes made of it. we're made of her
0: we're so made like, of earth yeah. every one of us has earth in them
2: exactly.
0: um so for someone who does want to get involved in medicine or plants let's just say plants um to, to have a closer relationship with plants to get to know plants would you do you have any recommendations on what types of plants to start with specific herbs or anything
1: there's i mean there's thousands of plants um i really love to like when i work with clients Mm -hmm. um,
2: one-on-one
1: i specialize so the herbs that i use um are for supporting people as they are going through emotional healing Mm-hmm. And trauma he- healing their trauma healing their wo- like deep ancestral wounds. Mm-hmm. Um right so like there's other people that use herbs for healing the body um, yeah physically like from different elements. So um for emo like if if you're really wanting to take on doing the deep work of healing like emotional yes. wounds and trauma I really I recommend um drinking what we call in um, the wise woman tradition of er herbalism is drinking the nourishing herbs which are like nettles okay so making an infusion of nettle and connecting to the spirit of nettle nettle Mm. um, is is full of all the vitamins and minerals that your body needs. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So whenever um, I'm working with someone, they're usually, and they're going through a lot of trauma or or just,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. they've come to that place where they're like, I just can't move forward with what I'm trying to do. Or I've tried everything. It's it's either I can't move forward or I've tried everything. Help, right? Yes. Either I get those two, like people that are just like. A
0: very big one.
1: Yeah, I, 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 do, I like I'm stuck or people that are like, I've done so much work and this is still happening. Yes, it's what? still a block. Help me. Exactly. So the spirit of of nettle, when you actually, you know, I teach people how to connect the plants, um, even when it's an herb. Right? Yeah. It yeah. doesn't have to be like the master teacher plants like peyote or psilocybin or ayahuasca. Like I'm talking about like Connecting to the the trees and because there are so many medicinal trees, there's so many medicinal plants. Just walking in L.A., I'm just like, oh my god, dandelion! Oh my god, uh, olive tree! Oh my god, like all these are powerful medicines, and they're they're all within one block of my house.
0: It's amazing that you know how to, like you can spot that. That's my dream to be able to be like, oh, that's this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So how do you extract h- how do you work with nettle? Do you make a tea or do you brew t-
1: herb, right? So not to like overwhelm people. So when when people are going through something emotional, right? Yeah. And it's it's showing up in their lives and sometimes it shows up in their relationships, sometimes it shows up in their business. Yeah. Or it, their their lack of relationship or lack of business. Um usually they come to me very depleted energetically. Yeah. And how that shows up is that they're like exhausted. And so they're then it's like deplete like energetic, physical depletion. Mm-hmm. And so what's really great about metals as because it's one of the nourishing herbs, Nettles, thinking with well, nettles, is something you can give to children and pets.
2: Hmm. So
1: it's, and pregnant women. So it's the one herb that is like, you're not going to have to be like, oh my God, like, what if my client doesn't react well to it? Like, it's one of those herbs that is like good for everybody. Oh, great. And um, you can get so much from it. Like, just, it's. Filled with vitamins and minerals so what it's going to do is going to replenish your body with what Mm -hmm. you need and it's like drinking mother's milk like earth mother's milk it's like this like full of chlorophyll so that's like what it does to you physically so it's going to nourish you um you drink it as a tea like do you brew it it, it, so you take a handful and about a 32 ounce jar and in cold water you soak them overnight okay and we're doing plant medicine so you want to connect to the spirit of this plant mm, how do you do that so That it supports you so when you're doing the infusion the night before you drink it you actually do a prayer and call in the spirit of metals and the spirit of metals for all the different herbalists and, and medicine workers that work with plants um it's like the very sassy. Nettles is like the like like that auntie that you're just like you always wanted to be what it like when you were a kid because they like had the best fashion and like, but they were so independent and nice. beautiful and like they were like girl like uh uh-uh. uh the sassy one yes it's the sassy one right that like had the best advice so right. Nettles has that energy. And if we think about nettles, nettles grow when the earth is depleted mm. and they grow to heal the earth that they're growing in. Uh, and then they're stingy, so right? They sting. So that means like if, if the earth needs to heal, like any animal that wants to hang out in that part of the earth, they won't because the, the metals are stingy If you touch them to the touch, to skin. Wow. So it, it's really good at helping you set
0: boundaries. Wow, that is amazing. I didn't know that about nettle. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Um okay, I'm going to remember that. So you just soak it in cold water overnight and then while you do that, you basically connect with the spirit and 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 I guess offer up your intention and, and 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 your want to connect. That's exactly. That'll be enough. Okay. Ooh, I can't wait to try it. Um, Mm -hmm. How about an herb that would be helpful for everyone right now going through quarantine, um, going through maybe sadness and loneliness and maybe even loss, you know, loss of a job or a loved one. Um, I know that it's we're in unprecedented times right now um, globally. So what can people do to to cope
1: yeah any herbs that are good for the nervous system mm. i have some favorites um well okay so i'm gonna this this you know i want to be really specific about how i talk about this okay system. um so i would say cannabis is a really good herb oh yes this time um if used consciously hmm and what I mean about use consciously is, is like if you're going to use cannabis, like don't, don't use it in a way like to just zone out. Right. Like, like okay, I, it's bear. This experience is bearable because I'm smoking herb. You know, we don't want that. What we want is we don't want you to go out. We want you to come in.
0: Right. Uh, right. This
1: is a time. This is like a spiritual vision quest right now that we're having. It's a time where we, like when when have we ever collectively had the time to be inside for so long and mm-hmm. and deal with the things we need to deal with right now? Um, and so, cannabis. You know, I teach at the con- about the spiritual use of cannabis. Mm-hmm. Cannabis is is another spirit, and it's a, it's a feminine spirit, and it's a spirit that wants to be of service. But if you don't activate it and if you don't cleanse it and if you don't set the intention because of the way that cannabis has been treated by the industry, I mean, you don't know, it could be have been grown by people that just like all they want is money. Right. They don't really have the highest intentions when they're watering her or yes or tending to her. Yes. So, if you smoke some of that and don't put anything, no intention, no, no activation, no, um, calling in of the spirit, like it's going to take you on a journey uh, that you don't even know, like this is going to distract you.
0: Wow. I didn't even think of that, but that shows me is the importance of, of really being able to connect with the plant first before you take it. And I think we've lost that ritual part. Of, of plant medicine because cannabis has become so recreational nowadays.
1: Yeah. Well, but, but there's an emergence of people that are understanding it as plant medicine and honoring it for what it is. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's grow, there's, there's people like me who teach about spiritual uses of plants and including cannabis. And there's people, um, that are bringing awareness of, of how we should tend to the plants in terms of yeah. like, you know, how, how, how we're, like the methods of growing, how they're being honored. And then there's people, um, you know, that like, you know, like your partner Enrico who, who believes that it's, it's definitely a great assistant to entrepreneurs. Definitely. Right and yeah and and also there's like the political aspect of it that we need to honor that this plant um, is so powerful and yet uh, it's been used to oppress certain people of color. There's right. a lot of black and brown people in jail because of it that should be released now because it's, it's legal and there's yeah. stores that are like the Apple Store. <sighs> then nobody should be in jail for these. Um, kind of you know they I mean everybody should be released that that uh, was in jail because of cannabis but you know that's slowly happening but not fast enough and Mm -hmm. so just talking about cannabis is it's like it's important because if you do honor it then that's part of honoring it it's it's the acknowledgement of of how it's it's been treated and, and released. It's, it's a whole ancestral healing of the plant. I mean, I can get really into it.
0: Yes. Yes. We can get into one episode of just talking about cannabis. I feel like,
1: Oh, totally.
0: You know, just there's so many things to talk about with cannabis. Um, so going back to the different herbs that you would recommend for these times, cannabis, definitely one Yes, um,
1: if if used in the spiritual and um, conscious context. Uh, I would, I would also, um, you know, it's legal in where I am in Oakland to microdose. So microdosing psilocybin
2: is mm-hmm. a really
1: powerful thing right now. Um, I would also like the herbs that you can get. I really love uh, any any adaptogenic herbs or uh, herbs for the nervous system, like mushrooms, so, like adaptogenic would be like some mushrooms also adaptogenic is like tulsi so we're talking about ayurveda you know mm-hmm. tulsi um is a holy basil is highly adaptogenic mm-hmm. um we can talk about any any nervines like skull cap i really love lemon balm that's been like the spirit of lemon balm has been so good for grief mm. and sadness um lemon balm oat straw uh I mean, I would just focus on one, you know, I think with herbalism, it's really nice to just start with one plant, right? Really get to know the spirit of that plant, making it your ally. And then you can like take the other, the next one, right? So if you want to work with cannabis, like work with cannabis for a week. If you want to work with psilocybin, work with psilocybin for a month.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You want to work with um, lemon balm? Like, work with lemon balm. Like, get to know that spirit. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. For a week. Drink it for a week. Like, get in touch. Start feeling the subtleties. We're so used to going through the plant medicines that, like, whoa, take us to other worlds, right? Right, right. But let's learn the subtleties of these other plants that are here to support us during this time.
0: Yes, I agree. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. Because. I had this notion that I have to know each and every herb to get started. And I'm like, I can't do that. So I'm just going to do it one by one, like you said, and start small and slow. I'm having a vision of like your pantry or your shelf. And I'm envisioning like jars of (laughs) herbs. You've envisioned right. <laughs> you gotta text me a photo of it when you get home. <laughs> now I want to see.
1: Uh, well, you know, I'm I'm quarantining with my partner in Oakland, but I brought all of my herbs. Oh my like, gosh! In these huge, like you know, Tupper, I don't know what you call them, bins. Yeah, I brought like two full bins of herbs.
0: It's your arsenal
1: yeah you have to be prepared
0: yeah man I mean we're like I mentioned these are very different unprecedented times gotta be prepared especially now um, well let's go through our lightning round of questions yeah. um, so whatever comes to mind right sure. okay what are you excited about hmm
1: um, I'm excited about um the opportunity to grow and awaken for the world out of this out of this corona or COVID, sorry, now it's 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 like it's no longer popular, right? Like we've changed like we're not corona, we're COVID-19. I know. Okay. Hashtag COVID-19. Era. COVID-19, quarantine yeah. life. Yeah, I'm actually <laughs> excited to um to see that it's a it's a good opportunity for all of us mm. and and um how we're gonna be able to to use those opportunities to mm. create a
0: better love. I love that. What's your favorite plant medicine?
1: Mm. I don't have one favorite. Aye aye. aye. <laughs> I would say um, not so much favorite because they're all my favorite, but more like what, am I, what, what have I strongly been an ally to? Okay, that right? works. Because um, while I love them all. Um, they so
0: sound much- so much like a mom, Sochi. I love them <laughs> I,
1: can't, I can't choose. They're <laughs> all my beautiful Children, um, no, what I, what I, you know, plants choose us as well. So sure. plants, you know, plants choose us. So I have to say that I've developed um, relate, like deep relationships with three plants who have mm. supported me and um, helped me support others. Mm. Um, one is cacao, mm. um, two is cannabis. And three psilocybin.
0: Love it. Favorite books, shows, podcasts, whatever they are.
1: Oh oh my god! I like have like I am an avid reader. Like I am constantly reading, and so that was I made a little list. Oh yay! Because I figured you know, like it's kind of like if you look at my shelf, it's either spiritual books it's a, either books about entrepreneurship and money and or the, it's either um books on like trauma and healing and mm-hmm. self-help right yeah so those yeah. are like, the three categories that i'm mostly uh living and reading um so and then sometimes you have to throw in like the one that heals your heart yes so, um, Hafiz, The Book of Poems, mm. is one of those books that I have to open uh, periodically just to to remember that the world is, is beautiful and good, and that we are so loved by mm. the Beloved. Right? That's what Hafiz would call Great Spirit, God, the Beloved, mm-hmm. so that's one. Um, Another one that, you know, actually, um, I have two people that I love dearly in my life that have really been um, uh, advocates of this book. And one of them is your beautiful partner, Enrico. Oh, which one? Rico, which is Nonviolent Communication. Oh, that's a great book. Yes, yeah, by Marshall Rosenberg. Um, so it's one that I, that I like, that's really taught me so much but it's, it's one i recommend to all my clients mm. um another one is he's very controversial uh but his, you have to read his books because it's pure uh, pure spirit which is osho and yes called, mm-hmm. i like goes, now, actually yeah love freedom and aloneness is one of my favorites um Mm. the reason why i like osho is like you know i don't i never watched a documentary of his um but i really like his writings because he just he just broke it down to the very very source like took away a lot of dogma and totally you know, and that's what I love. I I love that. I love, ultimately, I'm a mystic, you know? Like, yes, I'm the generation of Andean tradition, but, you know, like, I've studied many other traditions. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's important for all of us to to do that as well. Yeah. Um, so, Anything by Wayne Dyer. Mm. Anything like Wayne Dyer, I don't know what it is, but like I might be in a funk and I just like turn on an audiobook by him and just his voice and it like the, I think I just have a very special relationship with him. Um, but all of his books, all of his books are just, he was such a powerful translator of the mystical. Mm. I haven't
0: haven't read any of his books. I have to dive into some.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can find them free on YouTube. Just his. his Oh. Okay. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Um. Another one is the book called "Attached: Mm. The Science of Adult Attachment." Ooh. With understanding trauma, like it's like when if you want to understand how your trauma comes up. In, um, in relationships and business uh, attached by Amir uh, Levine and Rachel Heller is really good mm. uh, money because I really work around many things with my clients mm-hmm. so there's three books that I love um, one is Overcoming Under Earning mm. by Barbara Stani I think I recommended that to Enrico actually I think you um, did yeah 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 then another one called The Soul of Money Ooh. by Leanne Twist. Um, that one is she just, she just brings it like, she combines the spiritual and like the, the tactical understanding of money in this world.
2: I love it's that.
1: Really powerful book. Um just the title makes me want to read it. So yeah. It's a powerful book. And then, um, I really love The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity by Edwin Gaines. She's a very, very powerful spiritual teacher. Um, she teaches about tithing, which is something I really believe in. Mm. So that, those are some of the books. I mean, I have way more, but I was like thinking like, okay, like, let me give them some categories. Yeah, um, this is great. Like,
0: you've given me a lot of books to check up on. This is awesome. I'm going to put it all in the show notes later, too, so that way people yeah. can find them.
1: Podcasts, are, you know, I I think I need to get more into podcasts, but I do listen to them here and there. I listen to the Tim Ferriss show. Oh, I love Tim Ferriss. I love Tim Ferriss, love Tim Ferriss. yes. He's I a great interviewer. Him. I know, he is. I listen to Super Soul Sunday. Me Oprah too. Um one of my teachers uh, I, uh Mastin Kip he talks about um trauma mm. a lot great right. um, and yeah those like those are the the ones i listen to a lot
0: those are great mm-hmm. um next question who do you look up to most and why
1: you know i was, I do have mentors that I absolutely love, and i I have family that I can talk about like for like three episodes um but I was really you know when you ask me this, it' like what comes to my mind is that who I look up to the most are mm-hmm. people that have certain qualities mm. not like one person, it's kind of like I look for that. And I realized that the people that I admire have that. And so one of the qualities that I really admire um, was people that have had really horrific or traumatic or very difficult childhoods Mm. and that they've done the work to heal and like who they are now is like prolific people in the world. Mm. Um, I look up to them. I look up to immigrants. Like I feel Mm. like, anybody that's willing to leave their home to a whole nother culture world um, to find a better opportunity for themselves and their family gets all of my admiration mm-hmm. um, so, so. and and like take work that like people don't want right um, kind of
0: bravest people I think in the world to just pack up and leave everything they know to go to a foreign land where Sometimes they don't even know the language.
1: Yeah, mm. exactly. Mm. Um, I think about also entrepreneurs, mm. spiritual and conscious entrepreneurs. Um, you know, I mean, while I had a really, I've had my business is thriving right now. I mean, right now it's paused a little bit, but for the most part, it's like right before this happened, I was really thriving yeah but before you know, but I've had times where it was difficult for me to call it a business, mm-hmm. like because to do spiritual work and then like call what we do business. it was difficult, and I struggled, and I realized like it takes a lot of courage mm-hmm. to, it, to be an entrepreneur and to create your livelihood from something that you're just like, "This is my idea, here it is. And then all of a sudden, you're paying rent with your idea. I mean, I think that's phenomenal. I have great deep respect for creative, same, conscious, spiritual entrepreneurs. Um, I, I really have a lot of respect for any any pachamama guardians, any any people that are doing work to take care of the earth. Mm. Uh, well, you know, I do work that supports people in actually connecting to the earth um, as a spiritual practice. I do admire and love people that are like out there um, building gardens, right? Yeah. And people that are out there like uh, marching so that ancient trees don't get cut.
0: Yeah. But, I mean,
1: I, those are the people. I <laughs> love <laughs> that. that.
0: Yeah, I love how you did that because it's so hard. I know it's very hard to just choose one person and, and very, very strategic of you and creative of you to phrase your answer in such a way where you're, you're choosing the elements that you love, you know, from the people that you know and admire. (laughs) Um, What do we, what do you believe that we as society need more of these days?
1: Mm. a lot of kindness mm. a lot of kindness
0: I agree yeah. what do you believe is your purpose in the world and it can be multiple not just one
1: yeah well the overall like big, big picture is that I'm here to be a leader in the awakening of love and kindness on this earth and I always laugh because I'm like, I'm here so you remember your mom. (laughs) Remember your mom. (laughs) Which is really like remember Mother Earth, right? Remember your connection to her. Um, yeah, that's that's why I'm here.
0: Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So Sochi if anyone wants to connect with you, work with you, what would be the best way that they can get in touch?
1: Yeah, they can go to my website, um, Sochilache.com and I'm sure you'll put it in the notes. Yes. And you can just contact me through my website. You could also um, uh, go to my Instagram, at Sochilache, go to my Facebook. Um, The best one is really my my, um, website, and just email me through there. And I'm getting better at the Instagram. I'm. I gotta learn a little bit more from from you guys I'm, and of my social media game. <laughs> Anytime you want to talk,
0: we're here. And Rico's really good at posting all the time on his personal and yeah. his career. When he's great. Um, but yeah, we're here for that. Whenever you, whenever you want to do a s- social media crash course, let us know.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right well thank you Sochi it was so great talking to you um thank you everyone for listening i will make sure to put all of sochi's details in the show notes so you can get to know her even more and connect with her and and work with her so thank you all for listening um and i will see you back here next week bye All right. So hopefully after that, you have a better understanding of what generational or ancestral trauma is and why it's so important to really be aware of them and to start healing them because it affects your whole entire life and also the lives of the people who are near and dear to your hearts, like your partners, your children, your friends. So again, I'll make sure to leave Sochi's information in the show notes just in case So if you want to get a hold of her, you can. Um, And as always, if you enjoy this episode, please rate and review, like, share, whatever it is that you can do on social media. Please do it. I welcome it all. So that way more people can find out about Just Flow With It. Have a wonderful rest of the week, and I'll see you back here as I will have a new episode next week. Thank you all so much. Have a lovely day.